Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is Unrealistic Expectations. If that ain't a mouthful to say, right? <laughs> it's like a tongue twister. Yeah. How many times can you say it fast? Unrealistic Expectations. I'll unreal- <laughs> <laughs> Once, twice before you mess up. Unrealistic Expectations. It really is. It's like a slur. Oh, man. Well, I don't know about you, but I can speak for myself that I have some pretty unrealistic expectations of people. And I'm going to give you an example because I'm sure I'm not alone on this. You know, I am one who assumes that my husband just knows what I need. And so, for instance, I need help getting lunches packed for school. I need help getting the kids ready for bed. I need help getting up the steps and through the door with a handful of Christmas decorations, yet it doesn't happen. And then I find myself angry, mad, and just in the irritable, in an irritable mood, ready to just throw a little tantrum. But it's because I am assuming that my husband should know what I need, but I never actually stop and say, hey, I need your help. Hey, do you mind helping me? So how is it that we can get mad and so frustrated over something that we didn't even ask somebody to help us with it to begin with? Well, un, let's be honest, Unreal. we all have unrealistic expectations because if it's not to a husband, it might to be to friends and they're supposed to know how we're feeling and when they don't, then we get upset or we're disappointed or we have unrealistic expectations at our job. Um, we all get it. And I'm the same way as you are. Like sometimes when things aren't met, of course what happens, I start to feel disappointed and defeated mm-hmm. and I lose my joy and all that kind of stuff. But you know, looking up unrealistic expectations, it's you said exactly what it is. You assume a level of control that we don't actually have mm. in a situation, and then we repeatedly feel disappointed that the expectation was not met. What does that boil down to? Communication. Yeah. Like, what is the problem? Yeah. We are not communicating. Like, we don't communicate with what we need. We just, in general, say, this is how I feel, and I think this is how it should be done. So they should be assuming and thinking the same thing that we are. And in reality, that is not how things work. Because, if you know, men are from, what is it, Venus or Mars? Mars. Is it Mars? I don't know. But, you know, we're from different places. Like, so how... How do you expect that they're supposed to just know what it is that we need? But it's the same thing with even friends and at a job and stuff. How do you, you know, how do you think that they're just supposed to know? Like, we all deal with things. We deal with things differently. We all go about life differently. And so it's all about communicating those things so that other people know, like, hey, I need help with this. Or, hey, this is how I feel when you do this. Like, this is what happens. You know that communication is key. Mm-hmm. What What is something that you think is a re or why do you think that we have those unrealistic expectations? Well, because we're all different. So, like, my needs are not your needs. What I see as you're just supposed to know that this is what you're supposed to do might not be how you were raised to do it. So, mm-hmm. like, say, for instance, I get up and I cook dinner and I just... I assume, I assume or I have that expectation that my husband is supposed to wash dishes, but my this is our this is our case. You know, for me, I'm like I expect you to wash dishes right away. Well, like if he wants to go sit down for a few minutes but wash dishes later, what's the difference in him washing it then? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we we put in our head 
that we want it done right then and right there and when that need isn't met but our needs are not the same mm-hmm. so what my needs are could be completely different than yours and yeah. so we get caught up in our own needs so much that we forget that we're all formed differently god has made us all differently in our bodies in our minds in our and and so we have to realize that because we are all formed differently that everybody doesn't automatically know mm-hmm. how you function yeah even in my own job my manager tells me all the time if you need help, let me know because I don't know if you don't tell me. Yeah. Like you have to come to me because I I really can't help you if I do not know that there's an issue or I do not know that you're needing help. And so I'm always like, yeah, I'll let you know. And she's like, but will you? And she knows me because I don't I don't come for help half the time. And for me and myself, one reason that I don't ask for help is because one, I feel like I'm going to end up being let down or disappointed in the long run because it's like, okay, ask for help doing your job, right? But if I ask for help and then I go back and look over it and be like, okay, well, they didn't do this right or they didn't do it at all. And yet I still ask for help. And so it's like I, sh- I knew I should have just did it myself because it didn't work. Like, you know what I mean? Like they didn't do it anyway. So why yeah. didn't I just do it myself? If I do it myself, I know that it's done the right way. If I do it myself, I know that it will get done. And in life, I think that that goes a little bit with perfectionism too, because we want it our way or no way sometimes. And, you know, I've shared before. Something as simple as I want help for my husband to load the dishwasher or for my kids to help load the dishwasher to help pick up chores around the house. But when they go to do it and it's not loaded the way I would do it, I go back and fix it. So really, what's the point in doing it to begin with, you know? So I love that you just said with your job and even that, what you know, we go back and fix it because I think we tend to put expectations on others, like you said, at your job and they're not doing it the right way. Sometimes we we put expectation on others that they weren't meant to meet. Yeah. Maybe they don't have the ability to meet those expectations and we put them on them and in reality it's not for them. Yep. And we do the same thing with God sometimes. We put expectations on God um that he wasn't that's not the way he wants things. <laughs> you know, we're, we're expecting him to answer this prayer in this way, or we're expecting him to work this miracle out in our way. We're expecting these things. And God's saying, you're putting an expectation on me that, you know, is not, was not made. I'm not mm-hmm. made to make that that way. Yeah. Like I've created what I want for your life in a different way. And so we do that in relationships. Yep. We do that um, with people every day. And, and that's not, and then we try to find joy in those circumstances. And that's not how we find joy. Yeah, and you're right. We do put expectations on other people. Like you said, we all have a calling that we're called to, and they don't all look the same. And so I may be called to this one specific thing, and and someone else ain't called to it, but yet I'm trying to, or I'm expecting that they're going to do it the same way I'm going to do it. Just like training somebody in a job. You know what I mean? Like, you can train all day long, but everybody learns differently. Kids learn differently. Adults learn differently. And so at the end of the day, For me, myself, like I learn better if I'm hands-on. So I would prefer to get in the hot seat and just do it. And then you'd be beside me trying to walk me through it and be like, okay, that's not right. This is the right way. But I think that we all learn and we take it and we run with it the best way that fits us. Mm -hmm. And so when we do those things, though, we often, like you said, expect other people to do it our way too. And that's not how it works. And in other forms too, we expect a lot from others. We look to them to fulfill our needs. Um, 
or our expectations, but because we're putting those expectations on them and those needs on them, we are kind of looking to them for joy that only God can give us too, because we had these expectations we won't met. We put it in this person, kind of like we put our trust in them almost, when really we should be putting it in God and expecting wonderful things from him. But what do we do with him? I don't think we really expect wonderful expect wonderful things from him. You know, we think the worst in a lot of situations and oftentimes we we just don't expect yeah. him to move and work That's in our good lives. If you think about it, because we don't, you know, we do we go expecting and a lot of times I have heard like Go expecting a word. Go mm-hmm. expecting to hear from God. Go expect with expectations. But then you also hear, don't have expectations. Just let God speak to you. And, <laughs> you, you know, like you hear all these things. And so it's like, which is it? Yeah, which is it? But it's true. Like, God is here all the time. Yeah. So we can truly expect God to be here all the time. God to move in our lives constantly. Mm -hmm. Now, will it be the way that we want Him to? Not all the time. Will it be in a way that we don't expect? (laughs) Sometimes it will, you know? But we can expect God because God is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. He is is here. He is there. He's going to be with us. But like you said, too, is... I wanted to hit on too is that joy. You know, a lot of times when we do expect things and we don't get it, we lose joy. Yeah. And we find joy in other people when truly we're supposed to find joy in Christ. And, you know, joy only comes from God, but yeah. true joy is evident regardless of our circumstances when we have God at the at the forefront of them. Yeah, joy. We put our joy in other people too. That we're we're looking in the wrong places. So, have you ever okay? Have you ever like got a drink and let's just say you ordered a sweet tea, but then you go to take a swig out of your straw like a big gulp because you were thirsty and it's Coke and that unexpected surprise of oh this is not what I expected it to be. Yeah, and you know how like bitter that is or how yeah. disappointing that can be. I really feel like that's how we feel when we are disappointed with things in life. So. You know, we're expecting it to be great. We're expecting it to be good and work out. And then we taste it and see that, oh, this is not great. This does not turn out the way I hoped for. And I can, I can relate that to our own lives because even with God, like you mentioned, we have these expectations of Him. But also, when it doesn't work out our way or the way that we feel that it should, we have that bitter, sour taste in our mouth. So then what, we, what do we do a lot of times? We turn our backs on him because we're frustrated. Not all the time, but it's easy to turn our backs because we're frustrated and we didn't get our way. Like, you know, we often do as children of God and, you know, child, children in general. But it's just funny because there, there are times that we should, like you said, expect things from God. But also, God wants to hear from us. Yeah. So we have to ask for what we want. You know, like, that doesn't mean he's going to give us everything that our heart desires. Like, every little thing we want, he's not just going to say, okay, here it is, because you asked, now you receive. But I do believe that because he likes, he he wants that relationship. It's about relationship for him. And even though he knows what our needs are before we even ask for it, I know a lot of people are like, well, then why do I have to tell him? Well, because that's what he wants. He wants that relationship. He wants to hear from you. And so how can we expect him to give us something if we're not even asking him for it. Yeah. My mind's going somewhere here. So bear with me because it might be a bunch of gibberish. Buckle up. Trying, it might be a bunch of gibberish trying to come out of it. Okay, you think about it. We wake up in the morning and we expect like 
today's going to be a good day, mm-hmm. you know? And then one thing comes in and makes it, I don't know, now no longer, maybe this day is a good day. Something else comes in, something else comes in, something else comes in, and then what? Well, we expected that it was going to be a good day, but now it's not a good day. And it's kind of how we are with people as well. Is like when something happens, immediately when that expectation is not met, we automatically like build up this thing and it in that disappointment all that stuff starts to come in Mm -hmm. but in reality what if that was meant those not not met expectations were meant for you to flip it to try and find the joy and even that Mm -hmm. not met expectation do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what if those times were honestly for us, one, a learning experience, yeah. two, to figure out how to show God in that situation, three, to be able to communicate through that situation to really grow? Mm-hmm. You know, what if that was what that was meant for? But what we look at it as is a disappointment. Yeah. But really what God wants to use it as is something for our good and something to help teach us and help show his love and his goodness mm-hmm. even in that unmet expectation. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody walks around expecting to have a sickness on them. You know right. what I mean? So like yeah. when we think something's wrong with us and we go to the doctor and we're waiting for the diagnosis, we go in there expecting the worst a lot of times. But before that moment, we didn't expect that we were just going to get sick, you know? And so then it, like you said, it kind of flips because now that we know we're sick and we're waiting to see what the diagnosis is, now we're expecting the worst of this situation, so we won't be dis- or disappointed if that's the news that we get. And so we oftentimes, like you said, we're disappointed, you know, when we're let down. So you said, you know, finding joy or being able to use it for something good by flipping it over. And so that's what we should be doing. And I know I've shared this before is trying to find the joy in my day, even if it was a terrible day, you know, finding one thing to be grateful for, writing it down in a journal or a notebook at night before you go to bed and just be like, today I'm thankful for this, or I'm grateful for this, or I find joy in this today. It was a really bad day, but I find joy in the little child, in the little kid that passed by me and smiled at me, you know, or the little mm-hmm. giggles that I hear in the, the bedroom next to me, or just something simple. And, and that does teach us to be more grateful and finding joy in our everyday life, even when it's a really, really hard day. But like you said, God does use those things to use us as an example for other people. And we've talked about this before too. People are watching always. And so let's just say you, you have a diagnosis put on you from a doctor. We can expect that you're going to have to go through treatment for it. Let's just say it's cancer. You have to go through treatments of some sort for it, whether it be radiation or chemo or whatever it may be. But we believe and expect that God can touch and heal our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. But we also oftentimes would, in those situations, expect that we're going to die. And so this is where it's it, it can get tricky because it's like, where do I put my expectations at? You know what I mean? Like, so what we as Christians have where to do... Where do we put our hope? Yeah, where do we put our hope at? Mm-hmm. Who do we put our hope in? And that should only be one person, not the doctor, but in God. Because God has the ultimate say. Mm-hmm. God uses you for situations for other people who are watching. And so people are watching. Let's say you have that diagnosis and they're sitting back and they're watching how you're handling it. And I've shared before, I had a friend that had cancer. And I remember watching her and being like, wow, she's taking this really good. And the fact that 
she's, you know, just so strong. Although I'm sure at some point she had her weak moments. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember looking at her and be like, that's a woman of God that's able to still praise him despite the storm she's in, despite the sickness that she has, not knowing where this is going to go. But she chooses to live life for God daily anyways, regardless of her circumstances. Yeah. You know, I think what happens is, is when our expectations are not met the way that we have planned them in our heads. And as a woman, I guess. I don't know. Men probably do this too, but I know I'm such a planner. So when those expectations of what I have planned are not met the way that I have planned them, I feel like that it is a failure. But truthfully, those expectations being met the way that God has seen fit for me to learn and for me to grow should not be considered a failure. That should be such a blessing. Mm-hmm. But we don't see it as that. And and I think we get caught up in that too much that when it's not met, we're like, well, my expectations are, you know, or what I had thought or what I had foreseen or what I had hoped for um, was not fulfilled. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, is a lot of times when our hope isn't in the right places, we don't want that to be fulfilled anyways. Right. And so I think that, We get caught up in that. But why aren't we rejoicing And when those expectations are met in the way that God sees fit for us to be who we need to be? And sometimes that means ours kind of being thrown out the drain so that His can be in full effect. Mm. And, you know, that's okay. But we should be almost writing down and knowing also like, hey... It didn't work out this way and this didn't happen. Even in the smallest things. Like... I really want to start, and I'm speaking for myself here, you know, I don't know, but I really want to start being not so caught up in my own wants, because that's what it is. Our expectations are our wants, like being so caught up on what I think should happen and what I feel like people should be doing. And considering that there's a lot of lack of communication when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. But also allowing God to move in that situation to what he sees. So if it's the simplest things as, you know, I want my husband to wash the dishes after we eat a meal. You know, the simplest things. And he doesn't do it right away. Or he doesn't do it at all. Knowing that the way that I respond to that, even when that expectation wasn't met, whether or not I respond in a way of love, Mm -hmm. like I respond in a way of saying, babe, next time, do you mind if you could help or something like that versus being like, why didn't you do that? Not even asking, but responding in a way of love, but letting God work through that and letting him fulfill that expectation and letting him do work inside the hearts. I think that that's like... Where I want to shift how I form my expectations and what I do with it to be a little bit different. And it's like, honestly, it's a process. Because you think all our lives we've grown up with these expectations and putting this stuff towards people. Mm -hmm. When in reality, like, it's probably not always been the right way that we should be thinking about it. You say respond with love. You're right. We we should be responding in love in everything. In everything. Even if it's a situation that just really burns us up respond in love regardless and it does change the outcome of what could happen you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like because what do we do like you said we're disappointed we're upset our hopes have it or or we felt let down and so then what happens is we get in these grumpy moods and we we could start a fight because of it if we were to respond differently to our husbands or friends or whoever it may be 
But when we respond in love, that takes discipline, obviously. Um, But I think that that shows the strength that we have through Jesus Christ. And so we respond in love and it really does change the outcome of the situation. And, you know, I feel like we should be, you know, expecting nothing but appreciating everything. That's good. And so when we expect nothing and we're putting our appreciation in everything, that everything means good and bad. Like mm-hmm. like you said earlier, those situations that we're faced with, they could be Regardless flipped. of the circumstances. Exactly. Yes. It could be flipped for something good. Even though it's tough in the moment, it, it comes out for something greater, a bigger purpose. And so finding that appreciation and that joy in that bad situation, you know? And so, and responding in love. I love that because how often do we not respond in love? I can say I don't really respond in love like I should because not when I your get, expectations are I, met. You're ticked off. Exactly. <laughs> I get pouty. Like, I mean, and just last night my husband said, can I help you cook? And I'm like, no, go sit down. That's what you can do. You can help me by sitting down and let me cook. I want to cook. But then it's like I'm huffy puffy. Nobody do nothing around here. Nobody does nothing to help me. And I'm just going to huff and puff and slam cabinets and expect that he's going to know that I'm mad. And half the time he's like, everything okay in there? <laughs> Why are you being so ugly? Yeah. I asked if I could help. Yeah, I asked. You said no. You, you could help by going and sitting down. That's what I did. But now you're mad because I didn't help? Like, I can't read your mind. You know what yeah. I mean? But as women, a lot of times we feel like people should just be able to read our minds. Even in friendships sometimes I yeah. walk away thinking... Yes. I'm a little disappointed she didn't ask how I was. Well, why wouldn't I just go to her and say, listen, I'm not doing well. Can I talk to you about something? Right. Can you pray with me? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just expecting they're supposed to know what you need. Yeah, they may know a little bit of your situation, but they can't help you. And they can't, you know, pray over you and speak to you if you're not willing to ask them. Yeah, so good. I want to share scripture too, because Galatians, while we're talking about this responding in love and all these kind of like, almost we're talking about the fruits of the Spirit too. But Galatians 5.27 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faith, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. You know, those are the fruits. Mm -hmm. And those fruits are what come when we actually take the time to not put such an expectation on others. You know, we we, re- we respond in love. We mm-hmm. have joy because we're not disappointed because our things didn't go our way. Yeah. You know, there's peace because we don't have to have those expectations met in order for us to have the peace in our hearts to know that God is still there and God is still working in those circumstances. Yep. There's patience. <laughs> That's a hard one. Yes, it is. <laughs> because our patience can be tested so much, but the truth is is like when you are patient and loving and kind and gentle Mm -hmm. those are fruits of the spirit but that's what comes and comes through you Mm -hmm. when you're expecting a movement from god and not a movement from crystal (laughs) amen (laughs) because we all get in our movement from our own selves yes i just say yas (laughs) yas 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 So I was going to read a scripture too. It's Psalms 146.3. And this is the Good News Translation. It says, Don't put your trust in human leaders. No human being can save you. Um, And and that's true. Like our trust, our hope should only be put in God. Um, We should only go to Him with the expectations that He's going to do something good. Not the expectations of what we want. But expectations of knowing He is God and He is good. And He works all things out for my good. And 
I'm just expecting him to work something in my life. And that be that. Like, not expect him to do all these things that we want, but it's his way, not our way. His plans, not our plans. And it will always come together to be better for us in the long run, regardless if it may be a harder path that we have to go down to get there. And I read something I wanted to share, too, that kind of goes along with that. It says, I encourage you to get rid of your unrealistic expectations by fixing your desires on Jesus Christ. Expect whatever you will of him, you won't be disappointed. And as he fills you up, the other things which don't live up to your expectations will not affect your joy and your contentment nearly as much, because Jesus is always there to meet your needs. Those are not just empty words. They are truth. I mm-hmm. challenge you to find out for yourself. That's good. Real good. Mm-hmm. I know. I read that and I was like, oh, how, I mean, how true. Like, every human's going to let us down at some point. Yeah. Our parents let us down. Our children let us down. Our spouse lets us down. Our friends let us down. Our employers and then coworkers let us down. Like, everybody at some point lets us down, even if it's a minor thing. But God will never let us down. We may feel like he let us down, but he didn't let us down and he won't let us down. Because like I said, he does everything for our good. That's good. I love that. Because it's, I I mean, how true is that? That, you know, when we put our full joy and trust and reliance in the one who can do it all, Mm -hmm. you know, those expectations for ourselves are, his, his are far better you know, what he has for us is far better than any expectation we can put on ourselves or put on others. And we're learning and we're growing and we're seeing and we're, you know, we're achieving such limits that he has for us, like that no limit boundary that he has for us. But you know, that's what, that's what we're striving for. And I love it because that's, that's really good. So I don't know, maybe you guys struggle with expectations like we do and maybe you don't, but um, I know that sometimes I have such high expectations and when those aren't met, it just, it makes me upset or disappointed and I'm really trying to work on that because I don't want to be disappointed in something that might be a growing and learning experience mm-hmm. for myself or for the other person or or even a way to have better communication. And so um, we hope that this kind of you know, resonated with you as much as it did with us as far mm-hmm. as topic-wise and just something that really we we all struggle with at some point in our lives. Yeah, definitely a struggle for me too. So I, I think, like you said, at some point or another, we all deal with it. It may just be different. It may look different. But yeah, I'm going to be working on this myself. I'm going to expect nothing and appreciate everything, the good and the bad, because it does make us who we are through Christ. So thank you all for being with us. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, bye guys. Bye.